0: I'm going to talk to you this morning about uh, a topic, a message for me, it's about seven years in in, in the making. Uh, a little disclosure, it is a controversial uh, topic the way that I'm gonna hit it today. Uh, and you'll, you'll see why and I'll express why as we go through this. So, for lack of better phrasing or titling, I'm going to talk to you today about the advancement of women. So this is going off a word that I have referenced uh, <clears throat> a few times, but I've never spoke a message on a word that the Lord gave me in 2015. So I'm not a person that goes around saying God said this and God said that as far as to me personally. You, you, you rarely hear me, hear me say that because uh, I do not take, That stuff, likely whatsoever. I know some people, it's as if God speaks to them every minute of the day. God told me this. God told me that. And each to their own. Uh, Not here to judge nobody, but I don't do that uh, for various reasons. But there is times when God speaks to me. Uh, God gives me revelation on a regular basis. That's not what I'm talking about. God inspires me on a regular basis. God leads me on a regular basis. That's how I lead Our church, but actually sitting back and saying, God set me aside and said, Jonathan, here's this. I I can't say that happens a lot, but it does happen. And this is one of those times that's happened, and it usually happens to me uh, when I least expect it, and my my mind or my actions is is, is miles away, and then God just gets my attention and he begins to speak to me. And in 2015, this was the case regarding women in our society, uh, women in the future. So I'm going to share this with, with you today. I'm going to read to you what God spoke to me, uh, and I'm going to uh, basically bring out three points concerning this topic. Now, the reason I'm doing this today, number one, is I felt led to. For a long time, I have felt like I should share this. But I haven't. Not necessarily here, just I should share it. Yesterday I made a video that I'm going to be posting uh, on, on, online, on my personal online stuff. And, and as I was kind of prepping for that, I just felt in my heart I needed to share it, share it with you, uh, you today. But the reason behind this is, number one, is if you are a woman or a female, it's to encourage you to rise up. Uh, We'll get into it a little bit deeper, but this is your time, uh, this is your season to shine. So ladies, if you can look at somebody next to you and say, it's my time to shine. And let me emphasize shining differently than how women is portrayed to shine in our society and throughout various media uh, sources. Women has always been portrayed to shine. Uh, it, it usually has to do with their looks, uh, their form, their, their fashion. But that's not what I'm talking about. There's a lot deeper to a woman than the way she looks, her form and her fashion. God did not create women just to look good, to form good, and to dress good, even though that's nice. I like my wife. Uh, to fit that mark, but that, there's a lot more to it than that. So my heart this morning to you females is to encourage you and for you to realize that God is opening up opportunity and providing positioning for you in this day in this age like never before. It's also for the men, for us as men to be directed to encourage and to accept the females that is in our lives that we have the ability to encourage, uh, strengthen, and to help out. As a pastor, uh, there's a lot of females I have the the opportunity to influence, and so this is my heart to you. As a husband and as a father, I take this very, very uh, serious. Now, There is a difference in something being socially accepted and God putting his approval of anointing or empowerment on something. So there has been social acceptance of women that has began uh, for the last half century. uh, An uprising of of slowly but surely women getting involved in, 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 in different things. And we are almost, not in some communities and not in some regions, but we are almost at an equalization of male and, and female. But just because there is an equalization uh, in social standards between male and female, it's a difference when God comes onto the scene and goes above and beyond what what is accepted socially and says, I am going to empower, I'm going to enable and I'm going to anoint like I've never empowered, like I've never enabled, and like I've never anointed before. And that's the difference of what I'm sharing and why I'm sharing this. Women, you are not just in a position to be socially accepted as leaders and influencers and change makers, but from God himself, you are being empowered, anointed, which means set aside for a task and enable to fulfill and do exactly what he has placed in your heart. Thank you. That was good. <laughs> At least you're not in the doghouse and I'm not in the doghouse. So for me, <clears throat> I have been, for women, stepping up into leadership, business, politics, uh, whatever they have in their hearts for a long time, ever since I was a kid. I don't even know why it angered me to see unequality between male and female. It furiated me to see women treated wrongly, uh, specifically in the form of abuse or any form uh, for that matter. And something that I've seen in the Bible for me is significant. In recognizing a change for the placement and the use of women in life so when you look at Jesus and his resurrection from death the first individuals that Jesus revealed himself to was women Mary Magdalene and the other Mary the first individual that God revealed himself to in the very beginning was a man, that man named Adam. But yet, the second time God revealed himself to humanity, that God being Jesus, it was not revealed first to male, it was revealed first to female. And for me, when I see that and I recognize that, the New Testament for me establishes a change of unequality to equality between male and female. For in the Old Testament, there was a lot of unequality against female. And you still see that in the New Testament, which we're going to hit today. But thank God we're beyond that because in the New Testament, just the reason alone that God revealed himself first to a female shows us, shows us that change was coming. Man, you jokers are quiet. You're making me work today. <laughs> so okay, I said it's somewhat controversial because for decades there's been a concept and a lack of understanding regarding female and authority. I'm gonna break that down to you a little bit today. So in 2015, like I mentioned a moment ago, I was given a message from God I say that boldly I don't say that uh, uh, timidly because I knew it was from God and this is what what what, what he said to me there is going to be an uprising of women in leadership business politics ministry and positions of influence since the fall of man, there has been opposition against women stepping into these roles. Tradition, religion, social taboo, lack of understanding, etc. Before abortion started as a social issue between baby and mother, women have been forced to abort their dreams, their visions, their callings their talents, and the desires that they were created for. But we are in a time that God is calling, empowering, and positioning women to finally be what God has called them to be and or do. If you are a woman, now is your time. Young or old, all race or background, it's your season. Step up, trust God go where he sends you but use wisdom don't be foolish in the pursuit of your calling because god does everything in order not foolishness follow the holy spirit's lead and god will do do wonders with you and for you can i get a ride on from some ladies okay 20 of you all right i I can tell this isn't going to be a popular podcast, all right? <laughs> God almighty. All right, so let's talk about three 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 points. Number one, first of all, over the past decade, specifically since 2015, because my eyes have been on this, let's look at just some of the advancement of women in influential roles. For me, it's confirmation uh, that that what I felt God was speaking to me was legitimate and accurate. So over the past decade, we have seen a major uprising with women in business. We have uh, female business owners that is killing it in the business world like never before. Business owners' business, managers' business, leadership business, gurus, financial gurus, you name it, they're there and they are rocking it. Women in politics. Over the last ten years, we have seen an uprising in women politics, from presidential candidates on down to the bottom of the totem pole. Uh, when it came to uh, women in politics, back in the day when uh, Sarah Palin, Palin, you know, was real popular, uh, just so happened that Lorana had a style that favored her, and that there was a weekend that she was in San Antonio and it just so happened to be, it was our anniversary weekend and we live close to San Antonio. And we went down to the Riverwalk for our anniversary. And we went into this little jazz club restaurant. We were sitting there, music was going, we was having a nice dinner. And I noticed people behind the bar kept looking and and pointing and kept looking and pointing. And I was like, they think you're Sarah Palin, but I don't look like him. So they probably thinking you're having an affair right now. (laughs) <laughs> or I'm like some social service bad joker, right? Something like that. Hopefully that's the one. It was funny. It was funny. Uh, we got a kick out of it because I cannot tell you how many times people did double takes on her as we did the River Walk in San Antonio thinking that uh, she was uh, Sarah Palin. But anyway, that's just a freebie. Uh, superheroes. Over the last 10 years, over the last five years, there is more female superheroes than there ever was. You remember back in the day, like women uh, in the superhero world was just like little sidekicks, or they were little pinup figures that the superhero uh, rescued. Now it's the women rescuing dudes. Can I get it right on? Now I I really begin to learn about this uh, in video gaming because my son enjoys video gaming. And now when I was a boy, no offense ladies, when I was going to pick a character to play, play a video game, it was gonna be a dude. Sorry. Well, my son likes picking female figures. And one day I was like, kind of had me worried a little bit, I'm gonna be honest. (laughs) Like, like, why, why ain't you picking the big old muscle meathead over there that can like break down walls? He said, because the girls are quicker, they run faster, they kick higher, and they can absolutely whoop butt in the video game, and I'm beating everybody with the, with, with, with the female video game girl. It's like, oh, really? Yeah. So come to find out, it's, it's the thing, right? There is an absolute advancement when it comes to females as superheroes, females in video games, females as athletes. Ten years ago, females didn't get the respect that they should have received when it comes to athletics. Now they they, they get tons of respect. You have female trainers that is training professional male athletes. That, That wouldn't have happened 10, 20 years ago. My point is this. We are before us, right before our eyes. And for me, it's just confirmation of what God spoke to me. There has begun and there's going to continue to be and uprising when it comes to influential and high positional roles of our women. And I think it's a cool thing. I actually think it's a wonderful thing. But let me just kind of throw this disclaimer out to you. Just because we see an advancement in society uh, when it comes to women, it doesn't change the roles that God that God established and God created for male and female. There will always be a male role, and that will never change. In the marriage, in the family, in the household, on the earth. And there will always be a female role. In the family, in the household, in the earth, in the land. Those roles are different, and they will always be different. And I am not saying that these rows are changing. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Yes. I am not saying that. So please take that and understand that. Now, now let's look at, a, there's a few, we're only going to hit one. You're welcome. Uh, <laughs> Bible verses that is a bit uh, misunderstood concerning women. 2 Timothy 2.12, and I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over a man, but to be silent. Baby, would that work at home? Oh, you're acting all sweet, but that kitten's got claws over there, (laughs) y'all. Woo! She has a nickname called Piranha, Lorana the Piranha. Well, she eats me up left and right. Only when I need it. Sometimes I don't need it, and I didn't even ask for it. But it's her mood, and I'm like, "Oh my God, she she went to bed, Lorana, but she woke up piranha. Save me, Jesus!" (laughs) I know I'm gonna. At least she didn't go to bed as a piranha. I don't know. At least I'm getting some interaction out of you. you, you least you're making my job a little bit easy. That's a, dirt road. That's a dirt road. All right. I like dirt roads, though. I do not permit a woman to teach or to have authority over men. This is the Apostle Paul. He's writing this to a, a, a young leader, uh, Timothy. Now, this, along with a few other verses has been a foundation in a lot of, of, of ministry, church, religious, traditional circles, saying that women can only do side work, they cannot do main work. And I never disagreed with that, because I never understood their understanding uh, of this scripture. So let me let me give it to you, uh, at least from my perspective. Some people will argue with me uh, to the grave over this, but that's, that's okay, I really don't care. Uh, So number one, I find this verse not to be a God command, not to be a command from God, because I believe that God doesn't contradict himself. And so when you jump into the Old Testament, we have a judge in the Bible that was a woman, and her name was Deborah. And this woman as a judge had authority over men very powerful woman, a superhero of a woman in the Bible days. And that was God initiated. That was God ordained. That was God called. But now we have a New Testament verse, and the verse says, I do not permit women to have authority over a man, but to be silent." Now, since in my 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 interpretation and my look at Scripture, I don't see how the Bible contradicts itself. I cannot see this being from God because God okayed a woman a couple thousand years earlier to be a superhero that definitely had authority over men. Am I making sense? So, for me, this Scripture is not from God. What I do see it as is I see it being a cultural... Scripture. See, at that time, the culture was, didn't treat women equally. At that time, women had their place in the home, had their role for the husband, had their role in society, but yet it was not equal, uh, even, even close. And so when Paul was uh, teaching this, he was teaching it from his culture his cultural perspective. See, Paul couldn't stand up and teach what I'm teaching today. Because if he would have stood up and taught what I'm teaching today, there would have been conflict. There would have been divisions. There would have been separations. There would have been a whole lot of issues in the church. And see, there's a Bible verse that says, the world is going to know God by the way you and I love one another. But yet, if the world was witnessing a blow up in the church over this issue, then they would not have witnessed love, but yet they would have witnessed fighting, frustration, anger, resentment, separation, division. So to me, when I see Paul teaching this, I see that he was teaching according to the need of a culture. And to really grasp that, we have to get an understanding of Paul's heart. We get an understanding of Paul's heart by reading uh, Romans chapter 14, verses 20 through 21. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All food is clean, but it is wrong for a man to let his eating be a stumbling block. It is better not to eat meat or drink wine or do anything. Can you say anything? Or do anything to cause your brother or sister to stumble. So you see this attitude in Paul. He was not for doing anything that would create a stumbling block for anybody to experience Jesus. And if he would have got up and he would have preached what I'm preaching today, his message would have created a stumbling block for Gentile and Jews simply because of the position of the culture in the time in which he was in. And we are not in that culture today. And since this was not a command from God, and since we are not in that culture today, we have equalization for the most part in our culture today. It is safe to say that we don't have to preach the same way that Paul preached concerning this topic. Are you breathing? Another thing is I feel that this was just a personal belief And conviction of Paul because he emphasized I and I do not permit he didn't say God doesn't permit he didn't say the law doesn't permit he didn't say anything about Jesus didn't permit he simply said and I do not permit And Paul also did not permit men to have longer hair. He also did not permit women to be adorned, in other words, to have braided hair and to have jewelry. It says that two verses prior. And so Paul had his own little take and his own little views and his own little taste in things. And you have to really dig into Scripture to see when Paul was speaking something out of his own opinion or conviction as opposed to speaking from a command of a command from God. And the fact that... Now... there's some people that they might preach this area of scripture, but yet they don't follow the scripture two verses prior when Paul says for the ladies, don't adorn themselves, don't wear braided hair, don't wear jewelry. Because some of the guys that don't want to have a woman in authority over them, show sure enough, won't their woman looking good with makeup, dolled up, jewelry, and all the works. So we see a double standard. We see a bit of hypocrisy. If you're going to run the bathwater, you need to jump in it too, amen? Man, you guys are hard today. I should have called in six. I'm still tired from that stupid stuff. I ran four miles the other day just to see how I was doing. I came back and about fell asleep. Anyway, let's go on. So let's jump up. uh, The third point, the last point, other than my ending, which is two more points. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I got to be stupid to get you laughed today. And the, there's places in the Bible that we see God using women to complete His plan. I actually really really like this. Uh, just just a few of them. We, we we could hit it a lot, but just a few of them. Uh, you're welcome. Uh, we see that women complete men. Women complete traditional family. We see that uh, a woman uh, completed the overall plan. Uh, uh, God's plan for the world. What I mean by that is Adam was completed by Eve. God looked at Adam, you know the story. He said, it is not good for this joker to be along. He needs a hookup, and he created Eve, and it completed him. God looked at them and said, talking in respect to traditional family, I want you to multiply. I want you to increase. I want you to subdue the land. That would not have been able to happen without the, uh, without the creation of, of a woman. So we see how a woman completed the plan for family and the plan that God had for humanity over the world. We also see how a woman completed uh, God's plan for humanity to be saved. God so loved the world, he sent his only begotten son. And his only begotten son did not come from the seed of a man, but his only begotten son came come out of the virgin womb of a woman so you see how god's plan for for humanity to be saved was completed by a woman so oftentimes in scripture you see how god uses women to complete to be the period the exclamation point the finishing chapter of a season now i'm going to give you a personal belief. This is not theological. This is my personal belief. Just like Paul says, I do not permit it was his personal belief. I am giving you a personal belief this morning. And then I'm going to shut up. I personally personally believe that the advancement of women today is a part of the last things that God does on earth before Jesus comes back. I believe the uprising of women is a part of his last workings. I do not believe Jesus is coming back tomorrow, next month, next week, or even next year. I don't get on that bandwagon because Jesus told his followers, nobody knows the time, they're not going to know the time except for God himself. So why should I worry about something or why should I try to figure something out that Jesus himself said no one's going to even know? So what I worry about is making sure I'm okay to go, my family's okay to go, and whoever God puts in my path okay to go. Amen? And it it, it clears a lot of confusion, takes away any fear, and gives me peace when it comes to my walk with the Lord. I'm not worrying about what's going to happen at the end because I know I'm good to go. But at the same time, we do see how God reveals... Signs of the times. Amen? Not for us to be consumed, but for us to not be ignorant. Be aware and exercise some wisdom. And I personally feel, because so often time in Scripture, God uses women to complete things, I personally believe that it's going to be women stepping up in an end time move of God, is going to be a part of what completes everything on earth before God says, blow the trumpet, Gabriel. We out of here, y'all. <laughs> Amen? Now, that's my belief. That's not—I that, that, not, I can't pull that from Scripture. You, you understand that. I'm not trying to give you some false—that's my belief, my opinion, my take. What I want you to walk walk away with this morning is what I said in the beginning. If you are a female, it's your time to shine. Not because society says so, but because God has opened up the gates of heaven for you to be empowered, for you to rise up. For you to be successful and for you to do more today than women has done in the history of the world. Awesome. And if nobody is for you, you got a pastor that's for you. A pastor that believes in you. A pastor that'll stand up for you. A pastor that'll fight for you. A pastor that'll give you opportunities. There's some of you ladies I look at and I see calling all over you. I see anointing, I see gifting. Some of you have given the opportunity, and others I'm just waiting on the right time to leap to be led by the Holy Ghost to give you opportunity. It's a bit of a bittersweet phrase in the front of our church. This is a man's church. It was a very light-hearted statement by our previous pastor. Even though it's wrote in stone it's not a west side commandment because just as much as this church has been developed and built off the hard work of men it has been built and it has been developed off the hard work of women as well amen and it will continue to be built developed do what God calls it to do off the efforts of a male and a female there's equality here no one's better because you're a male and no one's better because you're a female I mean, you might look better because you're a female because us males jokers we're ugly thank you Nikki I appreciate that I appreciate it I know I'm ugly I know my wife's pretty it's all good It's all good. Stand up. Let me pray over you. That's what I have today.